This is In the Know for Wednesday, October 25, the 298th day of 2023. There are 67 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Lakefield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we will uh, talk a little bit about uh, Halloween. It's Red Ribbon Week. We'll tell you how we're celebrating that. And a whole lot more is coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. How are things at Vandalay Industries? Um, Importing really, and exporting. Yes, it's it's going well. It's going well. <laughs> you got to hear my discussion about Vandalay Industries yesterday. I did, and I loved it. Yeah, yes. Did, did you think you were? Had you realized you're an importer and an exporter? Well, I hadn't really thought about it in that way, but I really like the way it sounds. Dealing in high dollar merchandise, yes. high end merchandise, yes. some yes. as much as six dollars. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Very yes. good. Mm-hmm. I also like your MTV shirt today. Thank you. you got some tie dye in there. This is also from the importing. From the importing yes. business. Okay, yes. so that yes. one's it, not been exported this is yet. A vintage. <laughs> Yes, this is a vintage MTV shirt. Wow. Okay. Yes. I want my MTV. There you go. Over yeah. there in chair number three, we say good morning and welcome back. Grayson County Extension Service Family and Consumer Sciences Agent, very special agent, Natalie Tall. Morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. I'm good. Last time I saw you, you were directing people to the wine line. I was the wine line, and I said we were at the chamber at the, dinner, uh-huh. and I said, "Is it the wine line or the wine line?" And you said, "I said what I said." Yep. Sure and did. I thought, "Yep, she 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 said it." Then not long after that, I understand. I'm a little surprised you're not still carrying your award around. You got an award? Uh, well, I did. I did. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's in my it's in my office now. It is. Tucked in a, well, yeah. we suspected you were walking around saying. Have you seen my award? Yeah. Well, I thought about like making it into like a necklace, you know, kind of like Flava Flav in his uh, in his clock. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, right. Was that yeah. that was Flava Flav? Right. Yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't. So <laughs> look, I got one too. <laughs> look at you! Look, Congrats. We were award twinks. We are. So, so it look is at it. Heavy. We've look had a big us. month, haven't we? We have. It's very we good. Uh, I did mention when we were talking about your <laughs> award. Uh, I mentioned one of the. I, I gave the origins of why we call you very special agent Natalie <laughs> Tall. It was it's a tribute to NCIS. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, you were the leader in the clubhouse with most guest co-host appearances on the show. And I'm yeah. not so sure that you haven't been eclipsed. And now I'm guessing that's one of the reasons you're here is because you're clawing back in. <laughs> you don't want it, you it don't is. want to be dethroned. Do no, you? absolutely. I not. was so excited to see you this morning. Oh, thanks. I mean, I I'm glad you were to be coming, here. But like yeah. when I saw your smiling face, I was <laughs> oh, like, thank hey. you. Well, and to see your Steve Miller band. Show. Yes. Listen, right? that listen. set me right on over the edge. Love it. It you is know, look, fantastic. Looking good. Thanks. Uh, we're going to have another cloudy but warm day. We're going to watch some weekend rain chances. We'll see cloudy, breezy, and warm today and again for tomorrow. Some scattered showers on Friday. Some rain chances increasing over the weekend. Mostly cloudy, 79 today. Tonight, a low of 60 with mostly cloudy skies. And then cloudy tomorrow with a high of 79. Not much of a weekend change yet, but it does look like at least the rain chance has been removed from the Halloween forecast. The bad news is the temperature will only be 48 as your high 
on Tuesday for Halloween, oh, and the overnight bad. low will be 30. So Bring sounds like on. sounds like somebody, guess who's going to be rearranging outdoor plants in the next few days? This guy. That guy. <laughs> right there. Yes. This guy. It's worrying them all to death. Yes. Gonna have yes. to get it. We, we've ridden it as long as we can ride we, it. So we're going to have to do something different. Not a lot of news out of Israel in the last 24 hours. They do uh, vow again to destroy Hamas in the last 24 hours, kind of rejecting calls for a ceasefire in Gaza. Except the longer they wait, it does appear like at least a a surrogate uh, ceasefire while they humanitarian aid and they can evacuate more civilians. So that's kind of the biggest news from that region over the last day. We do now know the identity of a Clarkson woman who was killed in a Peonia Road crash on Monday evening. About 6 o'clock, they worked a uh, traffic fatality in the 8,000 block of Peonia Road to the report of a two-vehicle accident. We told you about this yesterday. It was uh, under the investigation by the Kentucky State Police, and they were pending notification of next of kin. The preliminary investigation shows a 2019 Ford F-450 commercial vehicle towing a trailer with an overdimensional portable shed. It was driv- uh, being driven by a 19-year-old Caleb Stutzman of Clarkson. An 06 Crown Victoria being driven by 56-year-old Lisa Meredith of Clarkson was traveling east when the vehicle struck the shed on the driver's side, resulting in her vehicle exiting the roadway, traveled down a steep, uh, heavily wooded embankment, and unfortunately uh, she lost her life in that accident. But we now do have the identity for you. For the uh, last time, Bashir and Cameron squared off in their uh, gubernatorial debate, as we said yesterday, too many. They said at the beginning of the campaign they were going to do seven. And seven is too many for these two to uh, get together because there's really nothing new for them to drill down on. But last night's debate really got spent more time over the uh, income tax issue, income tax versus consumption tax. That became part of the uh, discussion where they spent quite a bit of time it's kind of weird how the the governor is claiming a whole lot of credit for that, and he was clearly in charge when it happened. But the legislature, the one who passed the legislation that, that does the de-escalation or at least the tear down of, uh, of income tax while we raise taxes on services. But as you've heard me say multiple times, we're in this weird situation where the tax rate, income tax rate, didn't go down low enough the metrics on the revenue side for the other taxes weren't high enough to trigger the next step down in the income tax, and now the state's getting both. So we're paying taxes on services that we weren't before, and we're still paying a higher rate of income tax, so we're sort of twixt in between. They got into this discussion on will they speed it up? Will they figure out a way to speed up the decrease in the income tax? But I remind both of them that really has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the legislature because uh, they're the ones who will see that forward, and they can veto it, they can sign it, but then the the legislature has the ultimate say. Scary situation yesterday at Franklin Simpson High School and Franklin Simpson Middle School. They were placed on lockdown after a man with a gun was observed on campus. The Franklin Police Department, Simpson County Sheriff, and KSP responded after a Hispanic male was seen with a gun outside the school. Uh, outside the high school. The juvenile suspect was located near the school in possession of a weapon. He was detained without incident and charged with possession of a weapon on school property, etc., etc. I saw another headline today about a Kentucky soldier 
killed in World War II, who will be buried in uh, his home county next month. A Russell County soldier killed in action during World War II and whose remains were not identified until earlier this year will be returning to his home county for burial next month. The DPAA announced uh, Monday that U.S. Army Private First Class Henry C. Wade, 24 years of age, of Decatur, Kentucky, was killed during World War II, was accounted for on May 11th of this year. He was killed during World War II, and his remains were returned this past May, and he will be buried in Russell Springs on November 29th. Uh, They're in Russell Springs, and Governor Bashir has ordered Flags Lower to half staff in honor of Wade on that day. You know, we're we're suddenly seeing not necessarily a flurry of these, but we're seeing more of these over the last few years. And, and uh, I think we should rejoice each time we see it because it's been such a long time in coming that they can reach their final resting place uh, here back where they were, uh, where they were raised or where their families choose for them to be. So I'm excited. I also must say, I happened through Brownsville a few weeks ago on the day that they were burying one of their natives who lost their lives in World War II, had been identified recently and was being buried back home. And I had covered, we had covered that story a few weeks ago that it was going to happen. And then it had kind of slipped my mind on the actual date, but I was in Brownsville and I happened to stop and get gasoline and I was looking around and there were American flags everywhere like all the businesses had put up american flags and mm-hmm. it just the and i it was weird because it's uh, october and thinking, what's going on like what what did i miss and then later on in the day i learned like oh yeah this is the day that they're having the processional for the the man who lost his life in world war ii and is being buried at home so anyway good job good job edmondson county you mm-hmm. really showed out that day and made an impressive uh, welcome home for uh, for him, so well done. Dozens of states, including California and New York, are suing Meta Platforms Inc. for harming young people and contributing to the young mental health crisis by knowingly and deliberately designing features on Instagram and Facebook that addict children to its platforms. A lawsuit filed by 33 states in federal court in California, including Kentucky, claims that Meta routinely collects data on children under 13 without their parents' consent in violation of federal law. In addition, nine attorneys general are filing lawsuits in their respective states, bringing the total number of states taking action to 41 and Washington, D.C. So we're in a group of several of those. Florida is in there. Uh, about about any of the red states that you might imagine are in there. But it's other states like Massachusetts and California are in there as well. I've said many times on the show that we spent from 20 we spent from 2009 to 2019 we spent a decade just acting extremely irresponsibly in the technology space and we were just we were like um addicts on dopamine <clears throat> saying give me all of the dopamine you can give me i want this app i want that app i got to scroll i got to doom scroll i got to i got to get affirmation who's liking <laughs> my post who's yes guess who followed us down that rabbit hole our kids mm-hmm. and it's one thing adults are bad enough but we might have the ability to curb that change that do something different but if our kids are just emulating our behavior it's dangerous. The statistics that show like body shame for young girls 
or that increase um, that have like uh, issues with food or that think about suicide or the the details on that are staggering. And there have to be there need to be some guardrails set up on what data can be collected. And I don't know how we fix this, but I saw one official yesterday say that if Meta were a parent, they would turn them over to Child Protective Services. Oh, yeah. And I thought, yeah. kind of a bold statement. Yeah. yeah. When you think about it like that. So I don't know what the path forward is, but I have noticed since sports gambling has been sports gambling has been legalized in Kentucky, every commercial you hear has a tagline, or if it's a print ad, it's uh, you know, it's got a subscript, and it says Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING or whatever. So they clearly identified that there are some dopamine-related issues with gambling that they're Mm -hmm. saying, all right, if we're going to sell you this product, we're also going to give you a platform for help. Mm -hmm. On every social media post, do we need to have one of those messages that says, Depression or, you know, yeah. or Depression, uh, uh, anxiety. FOMO or yeah. call 1-800-FOMO or yeah. whatever. Or, so it's dangerous, and I don't know how we fix it. But do you hmm. think Meta, do you think Meta and uh, Twitter and or the platform formerly known as Twitter, do you think they're financially responsible? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We finally went and got opioid. We, we went and got Big Pharma. For what happened for opioids, now maybe we are you can you can find where there are death related issues from social media clearly mm-hmm. uh, maybe not at the level that we had opioid related deaths, but there is um, context between those two things so anyway, it's going to be an interesting suit to follow hmm. and then it'll be interesting to see if there is eventually a settlement what the states choose to do with the money. Because now we're finding out of all these big pharma dollars that are being repaid to the states, what they're doing and uh, to try and fix some of the problems that were created. Hmm. Five cases of highly contagious fungus are reported at UK Healthcare. I can only deduce, ladies, there's a fungus among us. Oh, I was so trying to get, I wanted you to catch your breath uh, so I could slide that in there. And you did, oh, man. Listen, didn't, I didn't leave the door lately, ajar. there have been a couple things. He's, he has just slipped right in. Like, I've been holding off on some phrases for Alea, you know. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm like, oh, anyway, sorry. Fungus among us. Fungus among us. Officials at UK Healthcare reported yesterday that they currently have five cases of patients with the fungus Candida auris, which is isolated to one floor at UK Chandler Hospital in Lexington. According to the CDC, Candida auris, or C. auris, is a type of yeast fungus that can cause severe illness and spreads easily among patients in healthcare facilities. It is often resilient, uh, resistant to antifungal treatments, which means that the medications that are designed to kill the fungus and stop infections do not work. So I never heard of that before. I hope it's an isolated issue. Liberty defeated Western Kentucky University last night, 42-29, to 29, behind Caden Salter's four touchdowns. It was an exciting game for a while, but Liberty was just too much for WKU. Um, the helmets were really cool, and there were seven different patterns of the helmets featuring big red and different 
poses. So that was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, I know some people, and I I have <laughs> yeah. submitted a request yes. for one of those oh. helmets. Yes. I would like oh, to have as a collector's nice. item. I know, right? So I put uh, I put the baby sister in charge of trying to pr- procure one of those. Uh, ben, her significant other, is um, he's the equipment manager for WKU football. Mm-hmm. So that was his project. So it was fun to see that getting some national exposure. Uh, ESPN was showing them a bunch of love about their helmets mm-hmm. and Big Red and what a great mascot he is. So anyway, it was, a, it was a good night. Good, lots of good national exposure for WKU. That's why they played it on Tuesday. But unfortunately, they were not able to be victorious on the hill. But I think a lot of people had a good uh, had a lot of fun at the concert. So I don't know if Dennis Cook went to the concert or not, but I know he was he was at the game. The Grayson County High School Lady Cougar volleyball team fell last night in third region action. They fell uh, three sets to one. They finished their season 19 and 14. So congratulations on a great season for the Lady Cougar volleyball program. And then the Diamondbacks stunned the Phillies last night with a 4-2 to two win in game seven. So the Diamondbacks are going to the World Series to play the Rangers. I had not watched any baseball since about August 15th, once I knew the Yankees were tanking, until last night because, uh, well, my friend Chris Winkle talked me into watching it for just a a few minutes. Uh, Maybe sometime I'll tell you the reason why. It's his business, not mine. And (laughs) But I was watching the Diamondbacks, and I was sitting there thinking, they have not been to the World Series in a long time. been 22 years. And I decided, you know how people say, they tell you an event to describe how old they are. Mm-hmm. I am the Diamondbacks colors are purple years old. <laughs> like I, last night, I thought the Diamondbacks aren't purple anymore. No. So I've not really paid much attention. And I got this maroon kind of Aztec kind of color palette now that uh, we used to have like purple. So there you go. Diamondbacks and Rangers. I don't know who I'm for. I don't really like snakes. So I guess I'm for the Rangers. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Natalie Tall is our guest co-host today. Got plenty of good stuff, including Red Ribbon Week talk coming up here on In the Know. Today is punk for a day day to wear your faux hawk and your... uh, Imitation leather and strut your stuff. It's also Greasy Foods Day. Mm. Pizza, nachos, burgers, French fries, oh, whatever, whatever you want. And it's world, I say pasta. I heard people say pasta. Pasta. It's not pasta. Pasta. But however you say it, you can eat some, or as Alea calls them, noodles. Noodles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, it doesn't matter. If I, said, if I ask her, I said, do you want some pasta? No, but I do want some noodles. Yeah. Like, okay. They're all noodles. Yes, ma'am. It doesn't matter. Have whatever you want. It is also Red Ribbon Week day number three, and it's peace out to drugs. It's tie-dye day. So yesterday was ready to say no to drugs. Today's peace out to drugs. So people are wearing tie-dye, including the MTV shirt over here. Mm -hmm. And so that's how they're celebrating. Uh, Deaths involving alcohol are increasing. I was seeing some statistics here, which is one of the reasons we're talking about Red Ribbon Week. And we are also seeing some new overdose data. And 
Also, one of the focuses this week and today, be aware, don't share, make sure and lock your meds up. One in four teens abuses prescription drugs. 3.1 million 12 to 25-year-olds used uh, over-the-counter cough and cold medications at least once for the purposes of getting high. So anyway, now's a good week to kind of research, look out, and uh, learn more about the dangers. And you can use the uh, hashtag GC Red Ribbon Week to celebrate. Did you see Alea's? Uh, I did. She's tie dyed today, so even cute. all the way, even all the way down to her Crocs. Yes, there she is. Oh, she's, oh look yeah. at her, right? precious. She's uh, she's she's, she's rocking it and ready. Tomorrow to... is neon and sunglasses day. <laughs> neon and sunglasses yeah. day is tomorrow. Uh huh. Yep. Too bright for drugs, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's I think the theme. So. That's right. Too bright for drugs. And then do, has Alea landed on sports team for Friday yet? Do um, you know? She has options. I'm just going to throw them out there. I, I have a feeling it's going to be the GCHS cheer shirt. Ah, uh, yeah. I have a feeling you're... With her whistle. I have a feeling you're right. Mm-hmm. I ran across a LinkedIn survey. <laughs> Natalie, you said during the break earlier, you said something about... Young Natalie would have, you know, so I'm like, <laughs> come so prepared. So you're you're talking about young Natalie versus old Natalie. Uh-huh. Like, what's that say about me? Like, I even said uh, about my. We talked about my award earlier that mm-hmm. I got. Is it, that's the award they give to old people who are washed up and have nothing else to offer. <laughs> Whereas, like, your award is for up and coming, like spark plug, like in the prime of their life type award. <laughs> <laughs> but to hear you say talk about young Natalie, I'm like, oh, let's let's cut out that young Natalie talk <laughs> because you are young. But apparently, there is a trend on TikTok where Gen Z is making fun of Gen X sayings. Leave Gen X alone, people. And when I ran through <laughs> the <alone>. list, <laughs> I thought, I think I use every one of these. They don't mess around. But. They say they're cringeworthy. I say you wouldn't know how to navigate the world without them. I agree. Blue sky thinking. I mean, we used to call it thinking outside the box. Yeah. So doesn't blue sky thinking sound more ambitious than thinking outside the so box? So Gen X says that or Gen Z says Gen that? Gen X says it or the, the older people in the profession say blue sky thinking and Gen Z oh, okay. thinks that's a cringeworthy phrase. Oh, well. Which I would ask, okay. Say it better. Use a use a phrase of similar syllabic right. value to tell me the equivalent of blue sky thinking, and then maybe I can, maybe I'll be on board. But until you, until you've got a solution to the problem or a better way of doing it, don't just be knocking it, mm-hmm. Gen Z. I don't use this one, but I understand <clears throat> that people do. Boiling the ocean. They use it to try and describe a problem that's nearly impossible to solve. You know, we've got to boil the ocean because you uh, probably wouldn't be able to do my it. My millennial is showing because I've, ne- I've not heard these phrases. You didn't know blue sky thinking either? No, I mean, like, maybe yeah, vaguely, maybe. but yeah, not, not like, I, I've, I've not heard it used, like, regularly. I don't know this one. A quick flag says when a manager says this, they either want to raise something Important or something that's potentially an issue. Never heard that one either. A quick flag. I was like, a quick like, flag. Like, Gen Z, where are you going to find these? Where are you getting these? <laughs> now, I do, I think. Are you sure this isn't like the golden age, like yeah, the golden generation? <laughs> Maybe. And this is called workplace jargon. Oh. 
is like a different language. Oh, no, I'm talking Z. about you. I meant Gen Z. Like, is Gen Z yeah, just like tagging yeah. this on Gen X? Or so or this is their attempt to mock common corporate phrases yeah. is what they are saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, the corporate world, Gen X still pretty much very, very present yes. in the in the corporate world. Yes. Um, we haven't been turned out to pasture just yet. <laughs> Ducks in a row. Oh. Everybody gets their ducks Always. in a row. Always. Listen, mm-hmm. millennials get their ducks in a row. Well, we, I try to get my <laughs> ducks in a row. They're Show me a way to get your ducks in a row without saying ducks in a row. Like, give me, I think it's one of the most perfect phrases. Herding cats. We got it. That's very that's, next on the list. Is it? Yeah. In the corporate world. Cat, cat herders are those who can organize different people to come together and complete a different, difficult task despite possible conflicting views. Yep, ducks in a row, herding, herding cats, cats. Mm-hmm. low-hanging fruit. <laughs> that those, okay, so now we're getting into okay. some of the ones that I <laughs> yeah. have heard and, yeah, and used. Yeah, that one kind of. Low-hanging fruit. Do the easiest you, first. You mm-hmm. use that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But is there is there a better way to say, do the easy stuff first? That's e- Yeah, that, that's easier. Or do you want me to just say, do the easy stuff yeah. first? All right. Singing from the same hymnal. You, you've used mm. that. Is everybody on the same page. I love Generation Are Talk. We all I love, sharing the same. And I love Generation Smack Talk. <laughs> I just, I just love. Are it. you like, well-versed? like a mint? Well, no, not really. But like this, like this is Gen Z Smack Talking Gen X, mm, which true. is, I'm telling you, it's not one you want to mess with. And man. you're in the middle. But wait till the I millennials am. moved into the Gen X, and then Gen Zs will be in the middle, and then whatever comes behind Gen Zs will be trying to. Please, knock and you they're off. already all over millennials oh, okay. too. I got it. And then, yeah, it does feel weird that the millennials mm-hmm. are also getting beaten up on by mm-hmm. the next generation. And then I understand why this one doesn't work any longer. But to me, I know exactly what it means. Move the needle. Uh, that didn't oh, really move the yeah. needle. Now, you can you can modernize it and say move the meter, like move the – because it in the old days where you have that VU meter – that used to be a needle, mm-hmm. you know, and it would show you activity, and that's how you, you know, understood yeah. your levels. Well, there are no needles involved anymore. <laughs> However, I do think it still yeah, explains. Just, yeah. So do you use use any of those or just familiar with any of them? I use ducks in a row, mm-hmm. herding cats. Um, I've heard of, like, moving the needle. Uh, boiling the ocean is, is not yeah, one that I've, that I've heard of, or blue sky thinking, like... But, yeah, some of those I use, some of them I have heard before okay. and understand them. Like, I know what they mean. So what would you – how would you describe creative brainstorming without saying creative brainstorming? Creative brainstorming. No, I, it would just be brainstorm. I got to brainstorm this. I mean, I, I just – We're going to spitball ideas. We're going to throw <laughs> stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. We're going to – I mean all of those, but I just it's a brain it's a brainstorm. Have you ever heard the phrase pushing spaghetti uphill? No. <laughs> but the the image that just <laughs> came into my mind is quite entertaining. <laughs> similar to herding cats. <laughs> it could be equally successful. So I, I don't so there's the list of those that maybe you maybe you learned like something it. today. Maybe you Gen Z don't mess with Gen X. Just leave them alone. Leave us old people alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. Please do. And then you teens. Interesting. We were talking about technology earlier. Tens of millions of teens actively want their parents to track their locations using tech like Apple's Find My 
and third-party apps like Life360. More broadly, the survey reports on Gen Z representing those 11 to 26 being more anxious than previous generations and having a mindset to location tracking. Uh, You've heard me say many times about the idea of my parents standing in the front yard watching me drive away going... I guess he'll be back, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, he, and yeah. uh, we're we're told he's going here and that he might be back around this time. But we don't really know. <laughs> uh, but now to the ability, the electronic leash that we can have on our children. I know a lot of families do. We do it. You know, I, yeah, instead I, of bothering her to ask her what she's doing, I just easily say, oh, OK, yeah, she's at Vandalay Industries or, you know, <laughs> wherever she is. She's at home. I know she's already home, et cetera. But for young people, you're, they are increasingly, rather than looking at it as prying, they are looking at it as protection. Protection yes. and safety. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I do have a, just a funny, quick story about that. A, a friend of a friend had her son was on uh, Life360, and um, I think you can... Uh, can't you like track the speed? Like if they're driving, you can see I'm how fast that. they're going. Mm-hmm. And she ripped her son that he was driving like eighty miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And how dare he? And he looked at the timestamp, and he was in the car with her, and she was driving. Uh, <laughs> funny, he was the passenger. Yeah, she was. He was like. Because he was, he was adamant great. about, like, no, I did not. Mom, I was not. I was not. I was not. And she was like, it's right here. I see it. Uh-huh. And he said, Mom, look at the t- I was with you, and you were driving. That's, that is great. To use an old-timey phrase, that was guilt by association. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was associated yeah. with her, and it's she shut, got him in shut trouble. shut her up real quick. Then, well, I guess so. And then he tried. <laughs> she tried to... <laughs> That's funny. That is oh, funny. I thought so it was funny. you got to be careful about throwing those stones. Yeah, got to, yep. You can't live in the old glass house. Do your homework. There's yeah. an old timey phrase: uh, throwing <laughs> stones at a glass house. Do they even make glass houses anymore? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. Uh, speaking of young people, it's a skill that's disappearing in general. I think with everyone, balancing a checkbook. How many kids? How many people from your age and younger can balance a checkbook? What percentage of people? Oh, what percentage? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say. I mean, you can't come up with a number because we don't know the number that Well, that's are. true. I, you can't say I don't seven. Know. <laughs> but listen, how, so I do mine on, I have an app. I have an app for that now. Yes. Mm-hmm. That automatically connects and, you know, but I do balance and, and keep track of. Now, my husband, good old Dustin, still has the check register. He writes down okay. everything. He writes okay. down the date. He does math in his head. Like it just... Uh-huh. There are but he still does the, the the whole thing. There are so few things that we actually write checks for anymore. Mm-hmm. I'd no longer use. I don't balance with the register, but if it's <clears> a <throat> check of any significant size, I will jot it down on what it was. But I know that I can also see it in the app, and that's yeah. that's my point. Is that most young people now, when they develop their financial literacy skills, they're using the app to tell them their balance, and so long as mm-hmm. they've got money. They They're know good. that they can yeah. scan that card and go. Do I have two hundred dollars in the account? Yeah. Yep. Scan it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the old days, we were we were we were betting on when the check was going to get back, yeah, right? Exactly. So exactly. I can write a hundred dollar check, yeah. and I've got a hundred dollars. But will I have that hundred dollars mm-hmm. when, when the, the check, check goes around the world and <laughs> <Exactly>. comes back? <laughs> yeah. And kids don't know. Uh-huh. Kids don't know that 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 landscape yeah, existed. Yeah. I'll, I'll show yeah, you Dustin my old does, school budgeting book. Dustin yes. is Listen. Dustin still does checks. You know, he writes uh-huh. checks for the business. Sure. He, I mean, he'll use his debit card every once in a while, but even then, he he will still write mm-hmm. down 
if I Even use more than what I do, which is rare, um, I, I would use the register. But I do write them on the back of the, the checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because unless you're writing it in the actual register, mm-hmm. there's no sense in you keeping a register and me keeping right. a register. But now everything is just kind of co-located mm-hmm, right. into your online banking that you can see. You can see images of checks. You can mobile yeah. deposit checks, et cetera. But n- they're not teaching. We te- talk about yeah. teaching soft skills. Balancing a checkbook mm-hmm. is no, not something not one weird. of them. No, it if, is not. If the card scans, I got money. Yeah. If the card doesn't, I don't. That's just yeah. kind of how they operate these days. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. There are new Barbies on the market. We'll tell you how and why coming up here on In the Know. But on the midnight watch, I realized why twice you ran away. Think about, think about how many times I've Today's Did You Know is brought to you by Litchfield Memorial Chapel, providing Grayson County with compassionate, professional funeral, cremation, and pre-need services. Litchfield Memorial Chapel celebrating Chapel celebrating life one family at a time. Go to litchfieldmemorial.com where did you know the little piece of paper in a Hershey's Kiss is called a Niggly Wiggly. I love that. Stop it. Niggly Wiggly is the little piece of paper that I guess is just designed to pry open the foil. But have you ever played the game where you tried to pull the niggly wiggly out without disturbing the, the foil? Yes. It's, yes. it's like candy Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. Huh. Like if you only have so many in church, it makes it last longer, right? You can play that game and like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can turn your candy into, you know, a fun, uh-huh. a fun board Because you have game. to be really, really like. Particularly, so it doesn't make much noise yeah. anyway, right? Because yeah. you're having to be so careful. But you know, after the after you've wadded up the foil into the little bitty ball, uh-huh. then after you have something else you can do. Eating the Hershey's Kiss, and you can, you can throw the little foil if you want. Yeah. But then, what purpose does the niggly wiggly serve? Like after you're a finished teeny, with it, tiny you go spitball. Ooh, yeah, well, it would be. No, I had to use two or three of them and yeah, 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 together yeah. and turn them for into, sure. You know, throwing spitballs against the wall. Uh, if you sticking uh, somebody's hair. If you have a kid who loves Pixar, or you are a big kid who loves Pixar, you'll be excited to learn that Disneyland out in uh, out in CA is opening the Disney's Pixar Place Hotel. It will open January 30, 2024, so just in uh, about three months. And it will include themed rooms, you know, different headboards will be featured in different decor for different rooms. So, you know, The Incredibles or Toy Story or uh, most most any. So the once the transfor- transformation is complete in 2024, guests will be welcomed into a whimsical lobby featuring a larger-than-life version of the brand's iconic Pixar lamp balancing atop its ball. You know, when it comes through there and uh-huh. drives the eye in the ground. I yeah. mean, that's just, Easton's favorite part yeah, I mean, of any Pixar movie. Everybody kind of knows that. So I would imagine... I'm curious to know what they're going to do with the Galactic Star Cruiser Resort at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios since that boutique idea didn't work in the Star Wars theme. But they'll have to do something with the building, so I would be interested to see if they will reimagine that into something else. The Barbie universe is expanding with the addition of Ted Lasso dolls. You can get a Ted doll. You can get a Rebecca doll. And you can get a Keeley doll. By the way, if 
The Ted Lasso doll did not have the Ted Lasso jumpsuit on it. You would never know that was Ted Lasso. Because that doll looks nothing like Jason Sudeikis, maybe outside of the mustache. I'm getting Burt Reynolds vibes from here. 100%. <laughs> huh. That that if you were to put a hat on him like, and some blue jeans, it could be the Smokey and the Bandit Barbie. <laughs> could they not do any better than that? I, I well, maybe he comes with a change of clothes and he can be Burt Reynolds. Or <laughs> <laughs> so two and one, two and one Barbie, and then we can turn Rebecca into Sally Field. I don't think they. Yeah. Fit. I don't think they can change out <laughs> easily. But the Rebecca doll is uh, it looks exactly like her. Uh, what uh, Walling Wallingford? What's no? It's not her. Hannah Waddingham is uh, who plays her, and then Juno Temple plays Keeley, and she looks like Keeley. So. Ted Lasso, are you all Ted Lasso watchers? Mm-mm. You have not. Mm-mm. And honey, you watched the first season, uh, yeah, and that's... then kind of fell out after yeah, that. I may have watched an episode or two of the second, but okay. So Britney Spears' memoir is coming out. To my understanding, you're going to read it. I am. So I presume you don't want to know any of the bombshells um, I mean, beyond ones ahead. that have already come out. No, it's fine. She says that she had a fling with Colin Farrell after her and Justin split up. She says she was uh, extremely inebriated when she married Jason Alexander in Las Vegas. I don't think that's a newsflash. Hmm. <laughs> and... She shaved her head basically to throw middle fingers to the world, she said. And she was unaware, oh, she was aware of the Free Britney movement. You know, the hashtag Free Britney started mm-hmm. when they were trying to bust her out of her conservatorship, and she was aware of the movement. See, so for me, that doesn't really ruin it, because what I'm hoping for is the story leading up to, like, the Jason Sudeikis being so inebriated. you like, I want to hear that play out until that point. So it doesn't ruin it for me. Uh, Jason Alexander. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, was I was like, wait, yeah, wait, 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 Did she I think went. Jason Sudeikis? I went, yeah. yes. Sorry. I, <laughs> no, I was, I was running through yeah. my mind. Going, mm. yeah, Maybe Mark's going to read the book. <laughs> By the way, sorry. just as an aside, I saw Nate Bergazzi's The oh. Tennessee Kid special last night. He is hosting SNL on Saturday, and I didn't. I didn't know him. And Sam said, "You'll know. You'll you'll recognize him when you see him." And I didn't really recognize him, but I love his delivery. You know, he doesn't ever laugh at himself. He has this very serious delivery, yeah. not quite like Stephen Wright serious, where he's monotone, but he just delivers it. He's got this this rhythm and timing yes. where you never get lost. And the jokes hit perfectly. I have only seen him in like TikTok clips or Facebook clips or whatever. And he like what the clips that I've seen are hilarious. I was actually just telling Dustin about his bit he does on married couple fights and how how married people fight. I just walked it's through a pass. Hilarious. A times, He's just funny. He's really funny. They when you're fighting with your spouse. You inevitably meet in the hallway every time when you're not yeah. speaking to one another. Yeah. And you just uh, turn your back to one another and so, like slide down the yeah. hall and go to the other uh-huh. end. And then he's it's like, he w- he's like, I want to, I want to wake her up at three in the morning and be like, you, you didn't, but it's not right. Like you didn't, what, <laughs> you said you didn't do it right or something. Like that. He, was, he, uh, he's, he's good. And yeah, he's funny. He does a revisit of a couple of his apparently famous bits in uh-huh. the Tennessee Kid that he did before that. One was talking about going to Starbucks and ordering iced coffee with milk. And he would 
multiple times he has gotten milk with ice. And he doesn't he doesn't want that. Yeah. But then so anyway he revisits so I know a little bit more about him now. Yeah, he's funny. And feel that um I'm ready for him to host SNL now. I assume his monologue will be full of his stand up. I see a headline that says Cher admits that her much younger boyfriend doesn't get her references. Well, sure, that's what happens when you put oh. a Gen Xer with a hmm. boomer. I guess well he's forty. He's no forty year age gap. He's in his thirties, so, he, so he's millennial. Close, he's a millennial. He's a millennial, and she's a boomer. She's seventy seven, and she says he doesn't get her references. Well, Duh. no, I mean, <laughs> talking about rations during World War Two. <laughs> okay, not quite that bad, <laughs> you know. But you're probably no expert on the Vietnam conflict. No, I'm. I'm just telling you that's Mm-mm. probably not gonna. So I ran across a list of yes, share is seventy seven. I have a list that I'm going to ask you here or hereafter. These are celebrities that just your gut reaction. Are they here or are they part of the hereafter? Gene Hackman, the actor, is he living or dead? Hereafter. Dead. He's alive. He's 93 years of age. Actress Catherine Zeta-Jones. Here. Alive. She's 54. She is alive, 54. Muhammad Ali, as Kentuckians, you should know this. Dead. Dead. Yeah, back in 2016. Dick Van Dyke, the actor. Dead. dead. No, he's living <gasps> at age 97. Oh, get Chim it. Chimery, Chim Chimery, Chim Chim Chiru. Pat Benatar. Alive. Alive. Alive at 70. The politician Boris Yeltsin. Dead. Never heard of him. Died in 07. Baseball pro Willie Mays. Dead. Hereafter. He's living at age oh. 92 and my dad's favorite baseball player. I hope player. they're not listening. They may be offended. Actor <laughs> Roger <laughs> Moore, who played James Bond. Roger Moore. Uh, deadly Here. Dead. Died in 2017. Oh. <laughs> Tony Bennett. Here. Yeah. Mm. He, he just recently he just, died. He just passed. He died yeah. at 96. Okay. Lonnie Anderson from WKRP and was married to Burt Reynolds. Uh, she played Jennifer Marlowe on WKRP. Heaven. Uh, is she still here? She's living yeah. at age 78. Oh. Sorry. You're a little presumptuous over there on I heaven. Just, I, I mean, I'm just I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, like, God, do you know her personally? Here. Like, are you able to pass, <laughs> not here. Just not here. Just pass not here. judgment on her going to heaven? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, okay. I mean, not everybody's guaranteed, by <laughs> the way. That's true. That's true. Boy George, the singer. Here. Yeah. He's here at okay. age 62. Comedian Louis Anderson. Not here. No. That's correct. He died in 2022. We're on a roll, man. And Luci, the opera singer, Luciano Pavarotti. Here. Here. He died in 2007. Oh. You've been gone a while. How did we? You busted your string. Sorry. Here or hereafter. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got Point to Ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, Chart Toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. Here. Slide with your boy to the bar. Slide with your boy to the car. I've been searching MB's point to ponder for today. We spent quite a bit of time this morning talking about like generational differences and divides and differences and new stuff and old stuff. I'm pondering what really needs to be modernized in the technological age where everything is being reformatted and changing. And is there anything you can think of 
that is being left behind. They say, that really needs to be modernized. Is there anything stuck in the old ages, in the old age, that needs to be brought forward? I feel like you and I have had a conversation recently that there was something that we're like, why is this not like this? Nah, but I can't remember what we were. Yeah, why are we still? I doing feel like it I've that had way? a similar yeah. like thought, but I don't. You know, like you say, it's twenty twenty three, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, I know one. Why are this is? I'm making this sound more serious. Okay, why are cereal bags like? Why are they not resealable at this mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. All of them, yes. Yeah, um, like why? I feel like that should be modernized. I mean, General Mills probably owns Ziploc. Well, Just, I mean, they're probably will, all both owned by Unilever like, or Procter and so Gamble. Come on. It, it used to be only the off-brands that you could get in the bag with the zipper, but I will share. Um, we have now found Lucky Charms that are zipper, but they are, I mean, not in a box. Zipper or even like, you know, like sometimes when you buy the expensive waffles at the store, uh-huh. the expensive ones, they come with a little like... Um, Sticker that goes uh-huh. all the way down the package. So once out. you, well, once you like take a few out and you fold the package over, then the sticker goes down and like it makes the seal holds uh-huh. it together. I yeah. Know. So I like, know. why are we not doing that with cereal? Because it'd be stale. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just a thought. Oh yeah, because you just or why do chip there? bags not have that too? Well, there also <laughs> needs to be. Did I go to like general? Should, no, I mean, like that wasn't should, earth shouldn't Chips shouldn't chips also can't they learn something from Pringles? You don't right. get smashed up Pringles unless you just throw them against the... Unless but, you have Easton that you know, lives with get, you. Or they get packed in Moscow. Yeah, the chips get Yeah, smashed. that's true. Yeah, there's... Mm-hmm. Tonight on TV, Celebrity Jeopardy. I would like to say, I think there might be a business opportunity. You can buy the groceries online. You can pull up and they can put them in your car and pick up. And in some places they're even doing delivery... But what about the part about putting them in the pantry? Like, if you need that, some automated process, we need a robot that'll do that. Well, can I just pick up the shopper and take him home with me? Yeah. <laughs> Let him put him away, and then, like, he can they, he can Uber back. A few years ago, we were doing a Publix order in Florida, and you could real-time communicate with your shopper. Like, your shopper, and you could text back and oh. forth and say, I'm standing here in front of the pickle aisle. Do you want the blanc or the blanc? And it was like... Ooh, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, both. <laughs> all of the pickles, please. Both would be all right. Celebrity Jeopardy tonight, quarterfinal number five on ABC, The Masked Singer. It's Harry Potter night on The Masked Singer on Fox. Anything big happening on uh, at the extension office that we need to know about? We're getting into the fall of the season. And- we are. Um, we've got, for FCS, I've got uh, Laugh and Learn. Uh, Playdates are back in swing. They're back in person. We are working with um, high school students who are on the early childhood learning path. Uh, career path and so they are actually helping to plan um, Laugh and Learns. We had our first one last week. Our next Laugh and Learn will be November look I've already wadded at my note. Uh, November 17th at 9 o'clock. Registration is open. You thought you had clocked out already so you wadded up your note. I did. I clocked out. Today's highlight in history. This date in 1760 Britain's King George III succeeded his late grandfather King George II. America the Beautiful with words by Catherine Lee Bates and music by Samuel A. Ward was first published this date in 1910. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies. Birthdays today. Marion Ross is 95. She played Marion Cunningham on Happy Days. Bobby Knight is 83. Throw a chair today in honor of him. Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, is 66. Mark Miller from Sawyer Brown is 65. Craig Robinson is 52. He played Daryl on The Office. 
Katy Perry is 39 today, and Sierra is 38 today. Gone but not forgotten. Chaucer was born in 1340. Pablo Picasso in 1881. Minnie Pearl was born this date in 1912. <laughs> Howdy. I've been rewatching the country music uh, uh, Ken Burns documentary series, and the section on her is really good because uh, Sarah Ophelia Collie, and they called her Ophie, but she was a highbrow Nashvillian. You know, she she was your tea and crumpets, and then when she would go perform, she would become Minnie Pearl, like flipping a switch. And so it was really interesting about uh, about her and howdy. Okay, chart toppers. Let's try and pull up a chart topper from 1962. The Contours were number one. You didn't even want me around. In 1962. And now I'm back to let you know I can really shake them down. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Kind of makes me want to watch Dirty Dancing. I was Carried just going to say. <laughs> Dirty Dancing. Carrie the Watermelon. Let's go to 1971. Rod Stewart, Maggie May, number one. Of course, the back half of this song is Reason to Believe. Real Love, the Doobie Brothers in 80. Miss You Much, Janet Jackson in 89. Bare Naked Ladies, One Week in 98. Apologize, Timbaland in 07. And Closer, The Chainsmokers, number one in 2016. Natalie, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Don't be gone so long again. Good to see you. Um, Hopefully you get some rest. I hope. (laughs) Get some good sleep at your house. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, Fear can paralyze you or it can fuel you. Let it do the latter. Fear can paralyze you or it can fuel you. Let it do the latter. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for Beej, I'm MB. And now you're in the know.